to the adventure on Pumlet on W4CY. Wake up, America! It's time for the adventures of Pipe Man on W4CY.com, West Palm Beach's number one internet radio station. Here's your host, the Pipe Man. This is the Pipe Man here on the Adventures of Pipe Man W4CY Radio. And what a day we're having with interviews. Just got done with an interview in Russia. And now we're going to one of my favorite countries. Actually, I haven't been there yet. And it, I'm really like, it's not good because I'm a Jew and I shouldn't be going to the home country. But instead, we're going to do an interview there with this amazing, amazing artist, Andy Watts. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Dean, for having me. How are you? Oh, I'm doing great. And uh, I just want to ask you, too. So with all this, every time I speak to somebody in another country, everything we've been going through for the past year, what's the craziness like in Israel right now with everything going on? Well, it's like you push the, the off on on the amp all the time. Off on, off on. So that's, that's what's going on because everyone was living day to day, you know, see some kind of light at the end of the tunnel. It's not a train. It's, it's actually the end. I think that the vaccination drive that we have done in, in Israel has started to show really good results. So they're opening up. This is the first week, really. Oh, sorry, the second week that they're starting to open up the venues and the restaurants with restrictions, obviously. But we start to see that maybe we, are, we have the worst behind us. That's great. Yeah, I have heard good news about how Israel has been handling things. So, yeah, that's good to hear. So, oh yeah, here's welcome the, news. You know, here's the good news, and I've said this a lot with artists. As bad as this has all been, it's like a forced slowdown for artists like you to really create some magic, and that, that's exactly what I have heard when I have listened to your music, is magic. Uh, you are, I have to say, like they say, you're the Isra- Israel's ambassador of the blues. Listen, I think you're the world's ambassador of the blues because your music and guitar playing and singing, I mean, it's, it's amazing. And you know what's some really amazing about it is until na- until recently, I never even thought of the blues in Israel. I thought of like the deep south here in the States, you know, so it's pretty cool to hear somebody over there that like just now you're probably one of my favorite blues artists ever. So I I hope our listeners find that out, too. Oh, thanks so much for the kind words. Well, you see, Middle East always been a source of the blues for the wrong reasons, but for the right reasons. There is a growing blues audience in Israel, and one of the reasons that uh, Blues and News magazine over in California minted me as sort of the ambassador of the blues from, from Israel was that for the past 10 years, I've been so busy bringing top and really the best of the blues art from America over to Israel with the purpose of widening the concept 
or blues in Israel. And of course, self-fulfilling purpose by widening the audience, and it's been working great, of course, until uh, Corona showed up. However, I used the time of uh, the Corona to write a new album that, of course, I'm looking to release now. I've been trying to use the energies in the right direction because, obviously, you have to roll with the punches. And um, I've been so busy uh, promoting uh, the, uh, my latest album, Supergroove, and I feel totally honored to be signed to a major American blues label like Wistone and having a Grammy artist like Kenny Neal co-produced. That's a big deal for, for an Israeli blues artist. And it um, seems that we did something right. We've been on the uh, Roots Music Reports uh, for 26 weeks in a row now. So we've been topping out a sixth place. Uh, we, we must have done something right, you know. I, I think you definitely did, for sure. And, I mean, the new album, I, I even love the name, Super Groove. Like, that, that's just, that just makes me want to listen to the album, right? <laughs> just the name. And uh, so tell us a little bit about this album and what... What the listeners can expect, especially the ones that have never heard you before. Well, Super Groove is a natural follow-up of my previous album, which was released on 2018, which is Blues on Fire, which is basically the name of my show. My show is the biggest uh, R&B show in Israel. Normally, when I go out live, we have nine persons on stage. That's a, that's a big family to put up, but it gives me a lot of freedom because I have a big horn section, I have a Hammond, I have a bass and drums. I can, you know, I can paint with my guitar whenever I want. You know, you stand there and you play whatever you want, when you want, and it's just a big wall of sound. And uh, I did cooperate with uh, my good friend and uh, a Grammy nominee, Jolie Walker, on Blues on Fire. I've brought him three times to Israel. And um, uh, to follow up, we, I wanted to take it a step further and um, get it, like, to the next level. So I figured Supergroup, it's a... Uh, Something that, you know, in the name, you want to give a little bit of hint of what you can expect when you put that CD in, in, in your player and see what's going on. And I also wanted the, the opening track, because that's an instrumental, to be the way that you open the show. You know, when you open the show, you hit the stage, you do an instrumental, you're kicking off, and you're telling everybody, fast your seatbelts, because soon we are rolling. So the Super Groove was also inspired by these great Texan blues players from the early 60s, uh, Johnny Winter, um, that all sat over from uh, Rest in Peace to Israel. Uh, Freddie King, Rest in Peace, Albert Collin, Rest in Peace, they're all great vocalists, but start out instrumental. I want to take that Texas vibe to kick off the album, and the rest of the songs, I was imagining that if I was driving late at night, and many people listen to music in the car, how would I like the songs like to fall in place to make this a pleasant ride? So obviously, I had to end the album with my tribute to one of my favorite guitar players, big influence of mine, the great Peter Greenbaum. Peter Green, who recently passed away. And um, that means that you're opening the album with Supergroove, ending it with Supernatural as a way to, to chill out. And in between, of course, you have five tracks written by me, and um, five covers, which I think is a good way to mend the album and, and mix it. And uh, I wanted to uh, make my own take on the, on the covers. I never do copy-paste. I think that is something you shouldn't do when you covers. Put your own signature on it, put your own show who you are, but stay true to the, to the musical 
concept of, of the song you're covering. And um, again, I was fortunate to have uh, the great Julie Walker doing uh, Burning Deep, which is a song that I, I wrote, which is basically things that reflect on life. You know, there are few people in the world that are very talented in bringing the best or the worst out on you. <laughs> that can happen to anyone in your per, per, personal relationship, professional relationship, and that's some burning deep reflecting that. We had Eliza Niels over from New Jersey who studied opera, turned into blues, doing a cover of uh, a Blues of the Month Club. And um, generally speaking, it's very hard to put this album in the box of blues because I don't like to be put in a box. It's, yeah. it's blues for sure. It's blues rock, it's rock and roll, it's psychedelic, it's funk. Sell is a bit jazzy. Just a cruising album. It's like a super groovy album. That's what I wanted to do. And I, I love that because I don't think artists, especially today in 2021, should be put in a box. I think music is music, and whatever you want to create, you create, and it shouldn't have to be some specific genre. And I, I love when artists like you mix all kinds of different genres together to make us in their own sound. And I got to tell you, you listen to this album, it, it is a journey. It will take you on a journey, and you can escape everything that's going on in the world right now, in, in, and, it, and you just go, like, uh, to another place, a better place. Yeah, that's actually one of the things I had, you know, in mind. I wanted to make people to feel happy, feel good. Uh, when I made a few songs, particularly, of course, when I did a cover of Supernatural, Supernatural because Peter Green was born with his natural ability, less is more. He just knows where to put, what not to play. Sometimes when you make music, when you're up on stage, it's not the amount of notes, you know, it's not the amount of notes coming out of the fretboard, it's the space in between. Give people the space to absorb. I have this vision of not, I don't want to conquer my audience, I want to pull them to me. And that's the approach we have. So I try also to give space on stage and on the album to my fellow musicians because I am blessed with having a fantastic band with a whole horn section of trumpet, baritone, saxophone, trombone, B3 Hammond, you know, that's what you hear on this album. That's how I sound live. And that was one of the ideas to have a big sound but not try to create an album that sounds very sophisticated in your, in your CD player and live different. So I always try to find a balance that what you hear is what you get. And you get quite a bit. So I guess I ask you, when did you start learning to play guitar? Well, I was very influenced uh, by having listened to early 12, 13 years old, and then listened to tuning in, so listened to some blues, hearing uh, uh, John Mayall and hearing Albert King and Freddie King, B.B. King, Carl Collins, all, all the big Pete Green, all the big blues guys. And that made me pick up a guitar. And uh, a friend of mine showed me a few basic chords. And um, I, I never took a lesson, you know. I, I, wow. I am totally self-taught, and I probably break all the rules there on the world for it. I don't read music, um, but I do it my way, you know. Whatever I hear makes sense to me. So obviously I'm fortunate to have some of the musicians with me that can write down everything. And I cannot, if you put a chart in front of me, if it's this way, the other way, it makes a difference <laughs> to me, I can't read it. But I trust my intuition and my inner voice when I'm playing. And uh, that's also one of the reasons that 
before shows, I don't even try to remember what to play. I go up on the stage and I follow the musical path. Whatever the energy of yeah. the audience brings to me, whatever the band brings to me in terms of, of energy, that's the musical path. I never play the same guitar part or guitar solos twice. I never know when I go up on the stage what I'm going to play. It's just reflecting what's happening right now. I love it. That's the way music should be. And I'm in awe of you because you are an amazing, amazing guitarist and not one lesson. And, and that, just, that just blows my mind. Well, you know, you've got you to gotta love your instrument. I never put my guitars in a case because it's a piece of art. It should be in front of you. They were made to play. They were not made to be in some uh, tempered uh, room for preservation. They're made to play. And the more you play them, the better they sound. And the more you play and the better you get, the more you realize how little you know. So <laughs> that instrument is something that have all these secrets. You have to know to unlock the secrets of your instrument. You have to spend time with it. Because once you start realizing you're not playing, you're not going to be in touch. In the, the, the card is going to be ahead of the horse. You have to be in command of your instrument. That means you have to play it and make it play. So all my guitars, they're on stands, they're in front of me, they talk to me, they want to get played, and that's what I do. Nice. And how, how do people connect to you on social media, the web, check out your music, get the new album, all that good stuff? Right on. Well, I've been so fortunate that Wistown Label, they made a link, and they put it on my website, which is www.andywatchguitarslinger.com. And on that, if you go to the website, you have a link, you click on it, you can listen to the whole album. Obviously, they put up all the, the uh, normal links to it. That would be Apple, Amazon. But if all the links are there, if, if anyone wants to download, if anyone wants to chat with me, I'm available on Andy Watch Guitar Slinger on Facebook. And um, I also have done, for this particular album, Supergroup, a cool edited video for each song in the whole album that you can see on our website, you can see it on Facebook, or you can also check it out on YouTube. Very cool, very cool. So now, if you were to tell one story, good or bad, in your whole music career, that when you're like 90, you would tell stories about, what would it be? Oh, I tell you, there are many. I have been so fortunate to playing with some amazing artists. And what I love with the artists that I brought over, I, I learned every, a lot of these artists I brought over because they are icons. And uh, I realized most of them are very humble. They're very generous on stage. They don't want to steal a line. When you play, you know, you feel so balanced. You give space. It's, it's been a very, very interesting learning process for me to perform and, and play and bring over uh, Lucky Peters and Rest in Peace. Jolly Walker, Kenny Neal, Rick Estrin was over uh, two years ago, which is playing the harp on the album on two songs, uh, Don't Take My Blues Away, and uh, on Living Hand to Mouse, which is actually tracked by Rick Estrin. Fantastic guy. We had a great time up in Jerusalem, which is part of the blues experience. But if I'm going to sort something out and look at it, maybe it would be Lucky Peterson. Rest in peace. I mean, the first time I spoke with him in Dallas, he told me, Andy, you know, I'm Lucky Peterson. I said, yeah, I, I know that. And I'm a triple threat. I said, you. you know, I'm, I'm a badass guitarist. I play the Hammond. I'm a great vocalist. You better play good. I said, yes, yes, Lucky, I hear you. I hear you. I, I do my best. So he came over. 
with his wife. And part of the Israeli blues experience is to suffer three shows with me and then to go up to Jerusalem for some spirituality. I always do that with every artist. And um, after we had three amazing shows, I mean, Lucky Peterson is such an incredible, Carl Pleaser, amazing musician, amazing. We had amazing shows. And um, we met to go up to Jerusalem, and he told me, listen, Andy, I want to know everything. You're going to tell me, because below every stone here in the Holy Land, there, there is story. I said, yes, there's history. You're going to tell me. I said, yeah, I'll do it. So we started to drive up, and after five minutes, I fell asleep. And at the entrance to Jerusalem, there are the golden arts. It's a McDonald's. So we are climbing up, because Jerusalem is about 2,500 feet above sea level. We're cruising up in Tel Aviv, climbing up, coming to the entrance of Jerusalem. And suddenly he wakes up and, and, and he screams, pull over, because he saw the arcs of McDonald's. <laughs> and we had to pull over. And he told his wife, now you go and get me three Big Macs right on the spot. And that's what she did. And um, we, we waited for, for Lucky to eat. And then I told him, listen, Lucky, we're going to go to the old city in Jerusalem. And, uh, you know, don't ruin the, this guy's day. If he asks you for $100, you give him $100, you ruin his day. What do you mean? Well, he could ask for 150 You know what I mean? So you have to haggle a little bit. That's the way we do it here in the Middle East. So, all right. Oh, I hear you. I hear you. So we were driving up, landed in the old city, and uh, we started to walk around, and we came into a very nice shop. And uh, I think it was, I don't remember what it was, some kind of, Closes. I don't remember exactly what it was the first time because we went all over the city. And um, the guy said, well, it's $150. So Lucky's still cool for some time. I looked at him and said, I'll give you $1. (laughs) 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 I give you $1. (laughs) And then it ended up the whole day, the whole day, we were buying so many things for his family, for his relatives, for friends, and we just left Jerusalem. I think the whole car was full of stuff. But it was an unforgettable moment, you know, to have this spontaneity with him. And uh, that's what I do. I, I, every artist that's coming to Israel, we always have this day of happening in Jerusalem that anything can happen. Nice. That's a great story. I love it. And I love your music. I suggest our listeners check you out. You know, the amazing, amazing superstar, Andy Watts. New album, Super Groove, and on this album, the groove is definitely king, just like you, Andy. And thanks for the great music, and thanks for being on the Adventures of Pipe Man. I want to thank you, Dean, so much for having me, because you guys are so important. That gives us the platform that people can hear about us, can hear about our music, and I'm wishing everybody to stay safe, and I hope everyone will get vaccinated, because this is a team effort. This is the actual test for mankind that we incorporate, get over this corona and show that we can do better than this. And I will also say that you can stay tuned to because I am working on my next album as we speak. Ooh, I love it. Love it. I can't wait. Right on. Great words and thanks for being a great example to the world. Thank you so much, Dean. And I wish everybody to be safe and I hope to speak to you soon again. Absolutely. Thank you for listening to the Adventures of Pipe Man.
on W4CY Radio.